0: nothing but the words episode number 88 write more with writing dates welcome to nothing but the words the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book now here's your host your author coach candace l davis and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going exceptionally well as we move into, well, almost to the end of the first month of 2022. We're still in it though. And as I record and release this podcast episode, I'm still crafting some of the resources that I wanna offer this year. Now in 2020, skip 2021, (laughs) In 2020, my goal for the year was to create half a million dollars in value for my clients and for anyone in my space who wants to write a truly solid, valuable book. And so, of course, I created my own measurements for that value, of course. But by my estimation, I met and exceeded that goal. I definitely exceeded it. This year, I'm settling right in at the same number. (laughs) I don't feel any need to raise the bar this year, but I do want to do some things differently I'm committed to creating at least half a million dollars in value for my clients and for people who listen to the podcast, people on my email list, anyone in my space who wants my help in writing a phenomenal book. That brings me to the idea of co-working. Now, in December of last year, coach Rachel Luna, who's both my coach and has also been my coaching client when she was writing her book, offered her clients an opportunity to work with her for an hour or so every day through the course of a week. Now, when I say work with her, I mean, we were invited to show up on Zoom, briefly share what we were planning to get done in that hour or two, and then get to it. We got to work. There was some encouragement and some check-ins, but no coaching and no teaching, no teaching on Rachel's part. So why did we just keep showing up to sit and work together? Can't we just work alone? Well, yes, obviously we can, and most of the time we do. As a proud, card-carrying introvert, I treasure my time alone. For much of my day, almost every day, except when I'm coaching clients, I work alone. And of course, I'm generally writing alone when I'm writing a book. But pre-pandemic, I also had a pretty consistent habit of going out to work. I worked in the lobbies of nice hotels on occasion But most often, I worked in my favorite cafes. In fact, I had one favorite cafe. It was a huge space here in Atlanta with lots of tables and lots of outlets and extension cords for those of us who needed to plug up. So I rarely had to wait for a great place to set up and write. Some research has shown that working in an environment with moderate ambient noise can actually be good for your creativity. In fact, I'll sometimes play a YouTube video or an app with a coffee shop noise here at home when I'm working, that can be just a great way to settle into the writing zone. But my experience has taught me that it really is true for me, that it does work to have that ambient noise. And that's why I spent almost every Saturday and Sunday working at that cafe. Skip over the fact that that, <laughs> that, that means I was working seven days a week. Don't worry about that. However, I've also found you can get similar benefits with or without the ambient noise. When I logged on to Rachel's co-working sessions, I was there with a clear focus and a task to complete, and so was everyone else. And I didn't bring any ambient noise to the process. In fact, once we got started working, we all pretty much went on mute, so any noise we made wouldn't disturb the other participants. I sat in silence in those cases when I was working, and it worked well for me. So even though we were all working on our own projects, And even when I didn't even know any of the other attendees, there was still a sense of teamwork and support when we showed up to work together. I was also much less tempted by distractions for whatever reason, like scrolling through Instagram or research rabbit holes. It could just be that. You know, I felt like I owed it to my coworkers to show up and really get down to business. It could just be the energy that was created in that space, the expectation that was created in that space. didn't really matter to me what the reason was. I was much less distracted and much more focused. Now, if your writing routine is already consistent and productive, then I don't suggest messing with it. Stick with what works for you. If, however, you're not writing as often as you would like to be, if you're not making progress the way you want to with your book, then you might consider getting out of your writing silo. I am a huge proponent of getting feedback on your writing, but that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is getting yourself into a space where you can just get the writing done. Obviously, we are still in a pandemic, so working in coffee shops, really is not the best option for most of us, especially in colder weather when we are forced to be indoors. Luckily, we have virtual options that are just as effective. If you want to get out of your writing silo and take advantage of a group energy, there's several ways you can do it. And I've found a writing date to be one of the very best. You can set up writing dates with a friend or a colleague who is also writing a book. Simply set up a Zoom room and meet, say, every Sunday afternoon for an hour, whatever works for your schedule. It's important upfront to agree to no interruptions. And if someone comes into your space for a moment or you have to jump up to deal with something urgent, it's good practice to turn off your camera so whatever's going on in your environment doesn't become a distraction to the other writer or writers on your writing date. Start the session by sharing your writing goal for that session. And it could be to finish a specific chapter, It could be to write a certain word count, a thousand words, or just to finish your outline for your book. I don't say I shouldn't say just about that because finishing your outline is super important. So that could be what you do on your writing date. Then you just get down to business. You get down to writing. If one of you prefers music, mute yourself. You should be muted anyway, so you don't disturb and distract the other people on the call. One of you might want to quietly check in at the 30-minute mark, but This is simply a space to write, not to ask questions or give advice. When your timer goes off and someone has to be responsible for the timer to indicate the session is over, bring the session to a close. Don't nudge your friend to keep going because you're on a roll. (laughs) You can keep going on your own. You really want to put some boundaries around that space. The boundaries are part of what make the writing date so powerful. Your brain knows that when you show up, you not only get to write for this period of time, this 30 minutes or 60 minutes, you also only have to write for this period of time. No one involved should ever have to be worried that it's going to run over time. Now, you may want to set aside five or 10 minutes at the end to share your progress. Did you hit your goal? Did the writing come easily or was this a more challenging writing session for you? Did anything come up that you want to share? And If you're really comfortable with each other, you might take a moment to read a couple of paragraphs or a page of your writing out loud. (laughs) That part can be scary, especially if you're not used to sharing your writing in progress, your work in progress with anyone. And I don't necessarily recommend that you have to do it unless everyone involved is in agreement with it and no one feels forced to do it. This is supposed to be productive. It is not supposed to be stressful. Now, keep in mind that you are not there to coach each other. You might give some feedback about what you like in the other person's writing if they shared it, but this is raw material, so it's not really a place for constructive criticism. This is an opportunity to lift your words off the page and give life to them out loud if you want to do it. It's also an opportunity to learn to be less precious about your writing, <laughs> That being said, you can skip the work-sharing part and still effectively benefit from your writing dates. Now, my co-working sessions with Coach Rachel Luna reminded me of how productive writing dates have been for me in the past. I've had writing dates with my husband, who's a screenwriter, and when we were dating, we did a lot of writing dates in coffee shops and with friends off and on over the years. And a few years ago, a business partner and I co-hosted writing dates for our clients they have always been a great experience for me. A writing date, though, is not magic. You can't expect it to work miracles. It will not do the writing for you. And sometimes you might set out to write a thousand words and end up with 300. That is okay. But there is something magical about the focus and the commitment that comes naturally in the writing date environment. It tends to be cumulative. So don't give up if the first couple of times don't wake well, work well for you. As you show up for your writing more and more, your brain will begin to expect it and it will show up with you. Your creativity and your ability to think like an author will also grow. Now, you can certainly set up writing dates on your own. It is not complicated. It just requires some commitment. Or you can show up for mine. Starting in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to offer writing dates at no charge for the people in my community. I'm still working out the details, but it will be a chance for you to jump on Zoom with me and some other authors and just get into the writing zone. Get the writing done. Now, we probably will not be doing any reading of our work, so don't freak out about that. But I may save some time at the end of each writing date for a bit of Q&A so I can answer your questions about writing and publishing a world-class book. You know, now, if you want to get in on my writing dates, make sure you're on my email list. You can join at com slash jumpstart. And when you sign up for the free guide and video, you will also be subscribed to my email list where I'll be sending out the information for the writing dates. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.